0: Like the amount of time I've saved just doing it, um, the way that you said to do it, you know, especially with a baby, like time is just that much more magnified. Um, yeah. so yeah, just having the, like, being able to manage my time and use it effectively and then still get the, the objective, like accomplished, like it's huge. I-
1: Welcome to episode 102 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's episode, you're going to hear me talk with Christian. So just the beginning of Christian's story, he started the CPA study process, was looking things up on YouTube, saw one of our ads, skipped it a bunch, eventually decided to watch one of our free study training webinars, and decided, okay, I'll try this for my first section and see how it goes. So we did that passed it. And from there, he just finished his exams. So in this interview, you'll just hear him and I talk and go deep into the different study processes, the different strategies, and just what worked for him all the way through. So before we get into the interview, I want to point out two things. First, our free study training webinars. As I just said, that was the first thing Christian saw from us and used those strategies to pass his first exam. So that is the best place for you to start. If you haven't watched one of those free trainings yet, you can sign up at our homepage at superfastcpa.com or the link will be down in the description of this episode. The second thing is our free podcast giveaway. Each month we give away three pairs of Powerbeat Pro headphones to one of our listeners who has entered the giveaway. You just enter your name and email and that link as well will be down in the description of this episode. So, with that out of the way, let's get into the interview with Christian. Uh, Colorado Springs. Oh, nice. Yeah. And we've been here for wh- two years now. Oh, you moved there two years ago? Right. Right. Where are you from originally? Um,
0: we are from Texas. Uh, um, okay. So East Texas, kind of like near like the Louisiana border. And my wife's from Dallas. Awesome. So we were all born and raised there, uh, and then just moved out here, January, 2020 to, yeah, to, uh, we're getting married. Um, so we decided to just move out of the state rather than move to one of the other cities, um, yeah. so just for an adventure. We did not know that COVID was going to come up. So that kind of just
1: added it's, into, it's, the excitement of that south How'd you, uh, just curious how, if you just kind of just picked somewhere You didn't have a job connection yet or anything. How'd you choose Colorado Springs? Um, It was driven by the job. So
0: we did not have like a specific place that we wanted to land. It was more of a function of we'll go wherever we can get a job. Uh, We decided to do like August of 2019. um, And we wanted to have everything lined up before January 2020 when we actually got married. So Colorado Springs was the first place that I got the interview and a job. So then we just locked that up, and then yeah, moved out here like two months before the wedding uh, to kind of get everything settled and ready. And then we drove back up here the next day in Texas. Awesome! After the wedding, do you like it so far? Yeah, it's great. Um, I'm from a really small town in Texas, um, which is really pretty there. There's like woods and everything, but there's never there's not mountains. Um, so the mountains have been a really fun thing to explore. So I like, started skiing. She, my wife grew up skiing here. So it wasn't too much of a change for her, but I had never skied before. So that's been fun to like ski, go up into the mountains, hike, go stuff like that.
1: So yeah. So yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah. I ski, I live in salt lake. So, okay. um, yeah. And I'm from a really small town in Idaho originally. So kind of right. similar. There's still some skiing if there or is there
0: near those Northern states?
1: in idaho yeah probably there is like there's grand targi which is you know considered a really good resort that was like t- three hours from where i live or where where i was from in idaho and then uh here in salt lake there's a ton you know all the right. yeah yeah so it's
0: not lucrative there in idaho
1: yeah exactly okay cool yeah so have you listened to any of these other podcast interviews? I have. Yeah. I haven't listened
0: to any of the recent ones, but I was listening to them a lot um, about
1: probably six months ago. Okay. So how long have you been studying for the CPA exams? When did you start?
0: So I started studying um, in August of 2021, the August of last year. Um And I did not study prior to that. So I was looking for... What review course I was going to take, and so I was like on YouTube trying to look at like what people said, were the pros and cons, because um, they kind of vary in price pretty substantially. Yeah. So I wanted to see if it was worth um, buying whatever I was going to buy, um, and then so that's actually how I found you was that YouTube came up and like the pop up ad. I actually kind of skipped it a couple of times because I was just like, I just need to get to uh, to the review right. course, Neil. Um, yeah, but I did, I did listen to it once. And so I started looking into it and I kind of heard from others that getting supplemental information like, or supplemental material is a good idea. Um, so then I looked into your stuff more. I did your seminar,
1: uh, uh pre webinar, webinar. yeah.
0: Yeah. So from that point, honestly, I just kind of jumped all in and I was like, okay, I'll try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'll just go back to the way that everyone else does it. Um, so I started studying with your material. Like right off the bat, like
1: your method, right off the bat. So, okay. Awesome. So you don't really have a story like pre like studying the normal way and no.
0: Yeah. Like no, yeah. I, I mean, I started off with like the two hour warning session and like just doing multiple choice. Um, I did a couple of things different in the first exam than I did for the one now, um, but for the most part, it's just been like of what you've done or what you've said
1: okay and then so from the beginning you just started studying that way and it just clicked made sense to you and was working and you've you just started passing sections right
0: yeah yeah so i started in i said august of or yeah august of 2021 and i took my mm-hmm. first bam just using that method um or your method and like in the beginning when i started doing it i was a little bit um, I was a little skeptical because I mm-hmm. was just doing more, the multiple choice questions. Like there's no way that I can pass. I think mm-hmm. they have just three choice. Could you see a lot of them over and over again? I was like, I'm just yeah. looking at six months. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I just kept, kept to it. And I was like, well, if I don't do well on this one, I'll know that that doesn't work. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so just did your method. And I think I took it in October. So I think I studied for like eight weeks or so, um, maybe nine. Um yeah, they came out great. So I, I mean, kept doing that for the second one. The second one was a little yeah, bit yeah. but exactly the same way. because uh, I had we had our son, but that kind of threw a curveball in the in the middle of study progress or process, but it still worked out.
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh well I wanna ask you about that, but first, um so when you would study two hours in the morning, what exactly would you do for two hours?
0: Yeah. So what I do or what I did as well was, so I just woke up, get some coffee, sit down, and then I would start with new material. So I would try to get through however many modules I could get through. So I use Becker. So it's, I don't know if everyone liked that, but I'll just go through the modules of whatever section I was in. Um, and I would just go through until I got to about an hour and a half of studying new material and like, I'd actually, sometimes it depends on what the the um, subject was. If it was something I didn't know anything about, I would write down the wrong, like what I got wrong and why it was wrong, what was right. But if it was something I was kind of vaguely familiar with, I'd be like, oh yeah, okay. I remember that. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of hit or miss if I was doing that. Um, but I would do that process for an hour and a half and then do the last 30 minutes of a study session to be the the review of choice
1: questions. Okay. So, okay. Like you said, pretty much exactly from the, from the free training, just that standard two hour session. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and what about, well, so, so what did change once you had, you had a new baby and was the early mornings not working or, or what did you change on the second exam? Um, second exam. So I did get, um, so he was born in
0: December I was studying, I think, beginning of November. So this was for regulation. Um, and that the, really the only thing that changed was, yeah, that I didn't really get two hours. Um, one okay. because I was exhausted. For just, yeah. I, so I I'll, I'll back up. I started studying in November. Uh, I think Thanksgiving happened and I missed like two weeks I was like, I'm just gonna backtrack some more, start back over. I don't wanna go into test day thinking that there were any gaps in that I could have done better, um. So December I kicked it back up again and then I got really close. I was like two sections away, um, finishing the whole thing, the whole study material and, uh, then he was born. So then two weeks after that were pretty, I'm yeah. the here. I was just kind of doing reveal my phone. Um, yeah. and then January comes, I'm still just kind of like reviewing on my phone. I I'm thinking at this point, I'm actually not going to take the exam. I'm just going to wait until after tax season. Um, but then I realized I'm two sections away. I work in tax. I'm just going to finish. I'm going to just go for it. If I miss, I miss. If I don't, I don't. Or if I don't, great. Um, so that's, it, it, it kind of changed from like the standard two hours, don't miss a day. If you miss a day, don't miss two to like having some pretty substantial gaps with just small review. Um, mm-hmm. To, yeah, to taking the exam. So time shortened, gaps of not studying so consistently were there. Um, but I actually did better on my regulation exam when I did on my FAR exam.
1: So I was mm-hmm. like, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So FAR and REG are done. Are you, is that like where you're at now? You got those two done? Yes. I'm taking audit Friday. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm okay. I And
0: then hopefully BEC by the end of next month.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So. I mean, I always say having FAR done is like being 70% done, really. Because if you can pass FAR, you know, your process is working and you've got the biggest one out of the way. Um, so what about during the rest of your day? I know you said on here, you used the study tools a lot. Do you use the app throughout the day or yeah, just how'd you use our study tools along with Becker? Yeah. So the. The quizzes are the main thing um,
0: that I use. Well, actually, that's not true. So the, the, the actual review notes, I do bust those out um, when I'm having my morning routine, like the morning uh, study session. So mm-hmm. like, if something is kind of like, I'm really not picking up or I'm missing a lot of questions, even though I'm just seeing the questions, I'll just kind of like read through the section and then just highlight you know, or make notes if I'm missing something over and over again. I'll just make a note in there because typically I'll go back through to, when I'm reviewing for my tests and just read through like two or three times. And mm-hmm. i like to go to the test. Um, so, but the quizzes are still number one. I use those, like if I at work and something taking a while to let up on my computer, just take out my phone, do the five questions, um, try to do two if I can, uh, I'm going to the bathroom, walking across the office, uh, sitting in my car, doing my oil change, like really like any kind of way i can kill 30 seconds like i'll just so i use that the most the review notes the written reviews i do those the second most um and then audio notes i'll put them on i'm not like i remember from some of the other podcasts like some people like didn't listen to music for like six months yeah i couldn't do that i really tried Uh, to like i just like sometimes i'm like i'm not gonna listen anyway so i might as well just like this like 10 minute drive home um, but I do pop them on, uh, especially all of that ramps up the week that I take the test or the week before, really. Um, that's when I'll start like really using the review notes, the audio ones as well, I ramp up the tests, like right before bed, I'll take like three of those five question tests. Um, so I use them more towards the end, but in the beginning, it's like the audio is kind of here and there. Um, but the other two things I do use a lot, so
1: yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, I mean, that's, that's what I did. I studied for my phone a ton and I just, at the time didn't really have like optimal. I had like, I think Wiley had focus notes, but they were not made to be on a phone. So like you had to pinch and zoom to
0: just
1: see the full sentence. And so it was really annoying, but it's just, it also just the idea makes sense. You know, you have your phone with you all day. You can fit in another, hour, two hours, maybe even three hours. Yeah. And it doesn't have the same dread factor as like sitting in front of your review course for three more hours. Mm -hmm. Right. And it can just kind of happen as you go throughout your normal day.
0: Yeah. And I think the, I think you talked about the, um, I don't know what the name of the principle was, but where you have to like constantly retrieve information. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's huge because the fact that I can pick up my phone and like, probably 15 different times in the day where I have a a dead minute, like retrieve new, like, or old information, whatever it is. Um, it just solidifies it so much more to the point where I see it and I'm like, I know exactly the answer. I don't have to look at the answer choices. Like I just know what it is. Uh, yeah. Cause I get, I wish I could figure out how much more time I get throughout the day doing it that way outside of the morning. Because I mean, I just pick it up like all the time throughout the day. Normally when I would pick up my phone um, to go on Instagram or whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, it'd be really interesting to see how much I'm actually studying in the day. Um, I just doing off little
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I probably adds up to more than you think. Well, I mean, if you compare it to like, you know, those screen time reports are, Oh yeah. What, what's the word depressing or shocking? You know, you on Sunday, it tells you, you spent yeah. four hours a day on your phone. Right. That's like, how is that possible? But, right yeah yeah sure enough so something like that so uh so you study in the morning you kind of do the mini sessions throughout the day and so does that kind of leave you with your evenings and you don't really try to study so you can just kind of relax hang out with your wife and family yeah so typically
0: typically yeah um i try to um because yeah i mean i wake up in the morning and do that um I'm going to work all day. So like when I get home at like five or six, like I want to have some you know, uninterrupted time. Um, but and it's kind of hit and miss. I don't really feel like I have to do it, but sometimes I will study some more. Um, especially, like I said, as we get closer, like I'm okay mm-hmm. with sacrificing some time in the evening to just get more repetition. Uh, but And say if I'm studying for eight weeks, the first six weeks, yeah, I'll definitely have evenings or if we have plans. I don't like get enough class about it. Um, just go do that. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of just, I kind of just play around with it depending on my comfortability level with how I feel coming into the test.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But just in general, it just seems like you kind of grooved in the study process early on and so now you don't stress out about the study process itself. Right. You just know what to do on day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say for sure. And especially I had
0: the benefit of not coming from another study process. Um So, I mean, this was like what I started with in that first exam, but like eight weeks of muscle memory and then the next one. So now on the third one, uh, yeah, I don't even think about it. I just open my computer, start going through questions, do my review. That's it. Then throughout the day. And then eight weeks
1: later, six weeks later, I took the test. So
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. No, and that is, that's nice. Uh, I, I just think a lot of people out there studying, mm-hmm. but they're also always just kind of thinking about like the process itself or yeah, having some inclination that what they're doing may or may not be working. And so it's just the process itself is stressful, right. not even like the actual act of That's studying, true. you know?
0: Sure. Yeah. And I think like the second exam that I took the reg exam where, I mean, I could have probably been a lot more consistent with that. but I just wasn't in, so I did have some gaps in there, but the fact that I could like come back through and like, just start it again and then just finish it and take the exam and do well. Like I, that gave me more comfortability with the process than the first, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah. So it's like, well, I can overcome a gap two weeks of not studying and then two weeks studying and then go take the test and do well, it's like.
1: She has <laughs> a lot more expectations than it looks like. So. Right. It's also, you know, it just, it's all about what you spend time doing. Like when, when you do spend time and it's very, very effective, that has a right. huge payoff. I mean, you could make any analogy, you know, like trying to get better at basketball. Do you sit and watch videos on YouTube about how to shoot better? Or if you mm-hmm. go out, and just jack up three pointers for two hours. That's better than watching videos, but doing actual shooting drills is another step that's, you know, you can make a lot, a lot of progress faster by doing the most effective thing, even if you don't spend as much time doing it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what about the weekends? How did you, or do you study differently or longer on the weekends? Just what do you do on the weekends? Um, pretty much the same thing uh i'm i i'm
0: a pretty i would say i'm a morning person but for sure i do like to sleep in but like sleeping into me like if i sleep until seven like i slept it so i would probably was mm. the fact that i'm a morning person um so i like the routine of like waking up do the same thing um it, it's most of the time it's actually not even two hours on the weekend it's actually less than two. so i'll actually just do an yeah. hour where i'll try to get through like two modules or one module and then do some review questions and then everybody's up and then the day goes. Um, and I actually probably study a lot less on my phone as well. So overall, I definitely decrease the output and studying that I do, um,
1: on the weekends. Yeah. Now the, yeah, the big differentiator is, uh, that it's working, right? Like that's kind of, you can do whatever you want if you're passing the exams. Um, when I'm yeah. first kind of telling someone what to do, I'll be like, okay, watch the pro videos and make sure you understand what's in there and do it exactly like that for yeah. three weeks. And then once you get it and it, it will like click kind of like riding a bike, then you can customize little things. But if you're just trying new things every day, and the biggest thing is if it's not working, then you want to start with a specific plan or specific set of strategies and then yeah. yeah like doing all these interviews there were some mm-hmm. people that took the weekends off like didn't even attempt to study and then other people that couldn't you know like for me I didn't, didn't never liked that because I wanted to just I don't know I felt like if I took a day off it like ruined my whole plan or whatever but right. the, the biggest thing is is what you're doing working. And so clearly it's like working for you. So, you know, yeah, an hour on the weekend's great because you're still just passing the exams.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think too, the thing that really helps that it sounds kind of weird, like an hour on the weekend and like doing the multiple choice questions. um, But the further you get into the material, the more multiple choice questions you've done on whatever section you're on. Like I can get through a set of 30 in the morning, like at this point now a week out and I'm taking maybe like, if I'm fully focused, I take like 12, 15 minutes. So I can actually bust out in 30 minutes, two sets, maybe three sets of questions. So yeah. like you're just doing so much repetition, especially the quicker you're able to see the information, process it and answer it. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, in an hour, you're basically doing what most people yeah what the standard two-hour session would contain so i mean right again it's just just huge benefits of uh those daily sets of 30 they they just solve so many problems you just get very fast and very familiar with mcqs like the content how to answer Mm -hmm. mcqs i know what they're asking here you know just yeah it just solves a lot of problems
0: yeah and i i've still think about it like especially as I get closer to taking the exam, like I can't imagine going through the material and not seeing the stuff that I saw four weeks ago until like the week of the, <laughs> right. I mean, it's just, it blows my mind that like, that's actually a way that people
1: do it or try to do it. Um, yeah, that's, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Trying to- Yeah. When you point that out, it just does not make any sense, you know, to, like yeah. on FAR, there's literally 200 topics covered, 220, I think. Yeah. What about, do you have a system of notes or flashcards, putting things in your own words that you have struggled with, or how do you do that? Um, so I feel like
0: pretty much studying for three exams fully at this point. Now I'm just kind of like reviewing and getting read your areas on this last and this third one i kind of done it three different ways. So there's been the found there have been the foundational, like two hours, hour and a half in the morning, study consistently throughout the day. But as far as like the first, my FAR exam, first time I ever did it, like I was making flashcards. I had a PDF, uh, like a Word document that I was updating with stuff that I was missing or like things I constantly kept seeing. Um, So I was doing like, yeah, I was doing that. And then reg, I did have flashcards. I didn't make the PDF, like the running PDF and then read it through. Um, but I would make flashcards and this time around for audit, I have not made a single flashcard. So it's kind of weird. And I'm interested to see if I get a better score, if I don't do as well, whatever the case might be with that. But now I feel like when I miss something, like I just read it, I'll write it down and that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. And if I miss it again, it comes up again, then I'll obviously write it down again. And if it's something I know that I'm like really not getting, then I'll just keep repeating it to myself. But I haven't done like flashcards with this third time. So yeah, I personally have had success with it. Um, but that might just be like me being a little bit lazier on the third time. I don't know, but I just have to go, <laughs> make a flashcard, fool them out of my pocket and like read them. So,
1: yeah. No, and it it kind of goes back to that same idea. Um, and many, many of these interviews, they've kind of described that same thing where they feel like they studied less and less as the sections went on or like Mm. put in less and less effort, but they still just kept passing. And it just goes back to that. You're just getting very good at the study process itself, just very efficient. And you just kind of know what you're doing now. And, uh, like you said, it's. uh, uh a formality. Like every day just you do the process. You know, you have to do it each day. Six yep. six or eight weeks goes by. You take the exam, pass it, and mm-hmm. that's just what it is, because you know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and no, I, I agree. And I think like another factor that might have played into that as well is um I also like work in public. So I now work on both the tax and the audit side. So okay. Okay. first time Um, like bar exam, I mean, that's just a lot of information and that was the first one. So I was taking just notes, flashcards, everything with tax. I started to feel a little more comfortable. There were obviously some things that I had not really thought much about and hadn't really encountered. Um, so I've the comfortability level just with the information itself and like the mindset of that type of accounting, I was, was already there. So I didn't Mm -hmm. feel that deep into it. And then with auditing, it's kind of been the same thing. Like a lot of times, like I'm reading the questions and I'm like thinking back to like an engagement or a specific client or like a work paper, like I can see the work paper in my head and like what we do and how we do it. So I think that's also played a factor in it as well, just with the last two exams, me being wow. more comfortable with the topics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so now you're in, you're basically in your final review or that for audit, right? You're in your last right. week. So yeah. how do you, how long do you leave for the review portion? And then what do you spend your days or your study time doing for a review? Yeah.
0: So I, I don't really lean out like the last two exams. First one, I planned out like two months in advance. The last two, I've kind of just like two weeks out, I've just picked a date. I try, I try to do get a date a week away from when I know I'm going to finish all the new. So I'll I'll take a week. Anything more than a week, it's like, okay, I'm just going to spin spinning my wheels doing more questions. I'd rather just go for it. So I would say a week. And then the process is usually like the day that I finish. I'll do my set of 30 to review, um, do my normal studying, however that day goes. And then the next day I will um, just do MCQs until... I start getting worse scores because I'm not paying attention. Like mm-hmm. I know that like as my score goes down, I'm like, okay, I'm just not like functioning high level right now. Yeah. So I'll just you know, and that usually is like an hour and a half. An hour and a half of like sense of 30 is like to that that's my limit. Like I just I'm done. So I'll usually do that for a couple of days and then I'll do uh, I think you had said that to not do like not waste your time with the simulating exams. Uh, but I like the feedback of like if I score like a 70, it's like, okay, I'm really close. I know that there's a gap slot, like a jump, um, on the real. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I like to see the new material. So there's like in Becker, at least they, they put brand new material for like a whole. Yeah. Thing. So that makes sense. the reason why I, it. so
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of get harder questions. Um, that's the only time I'll do simulation is on the simulated events.
1: So also get some practice. Oh, wow. Level. There are some, yeah. That's what I was gonna ask next. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. No, that was it. Uh, it's it's barely just MCQ questions the whole way through until that last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I mean you could and you know, you can make the argument that simulations are just a uh I don't know, a more elaborate form of MCQs. I mean, really it's like a lot of the same content and you just need yeah. to know how the structure of the sims work.
0: Right. Yeah. And I agree. And I think that was the biggest thing that helped me with the Sims. Like the first exam, like, well, I don't know what to expect. So like the Sims are just this like elaborate thing that everyone's scared of. And they don't, you you read the things afterward, like the post, Mm -hmm. yeah, the Sims killed me. Um, But when someone told me that, where I read that the, if you think of the Sims as just a bunch of MCQs or six, seven, 10, 10, Mm however many there are breaks them up as like, okay, this is a multiple choice question in and of itself. I just answer it that way. It doesn't make it seem so daunting. Uh, yeah. The exhibits you know, that's a whole different thing of learning how to file through them and get your information. But in the moments where I was like, this is a lot, I'll just go back down to like each one's MCQ question. How do I answer it?
1: Yeah, that is, that's a good way of thinking of it. Yeah. Did you do the same thing on your FAR exam? Your first exam, you really didn't do any SIMs? until the, uh, practice, that one I the did. full practice exam. Yeah, that
0: one I did. Um, because of the fact that it was the first one and I wasn't fully. And like, I think the podcast that I were, I was listening to at the time were saying like, oh, I didn't do, it. I, I, I didn't do SIMS. I don't think that you don't have to do them. And I didn't really trust it because I was the first time taking the exam. Yeah. Um, I not really know what they were. like. So I did do some, um, not much. Um, I didn't start the no SIMS until the end, until the second.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. And I, again, you know, the, the SIMS, uh, doing these interviews, people have completely different approaches on those. I mean, like mm-hmm. in our pro course, I just kind of say you can pretty much ignore him during the week. Um, as you know, at, on the weekend, if you've been through modules one through five or whatever then you review some of the sims from one through five, choose the hardest ones, anything that looks confusing to you when you first look at it, just to get aware of, you know, how to fill them out and everything. But yeah, they're not a major focus. And then beyond these interviews, some people do what you do, like literally don't do any sims and then go into the exam. But for other people that blows their mind, like they can't, they could not, you know, they wouldn't go attempt a test without having done a bunch of practice sims. Again, it's just one of those kind of personal, personal things. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, we've kind of gone through everything. Were there any other study strategies you used that really helped or, uh, I don't know, anything we didn't discuss that you felt like made a big difference in your process? Um, gosh, I, I mean, the biggest thing is just
0: the multi-choice questions. I mean, just like I said, you just do them until like you're numb and you know, you can to read them properly anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's the day, like whatever that looks like for, for different people. um, That's the biggest thing. Re- like just the reviewing. I mean, just like if you're just doing the 30 review questions, I mean, that's huge. Like I've gone through modules where I scored like that first time mm-hmm. around with like 50. I was thinking mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I'm just guessing. And the ones I'm getting right like, yeah. on, okay, that's reasonable. But it's the 30, the sense of 30 that you're doing that you're like, it just starts to beat into your mind, like, okay, like, I know, know this, I know this. Um, as far as like different strategies, I really wish I had a lot more, but that's, I mean, that's really like the bread and butter and the meat, like there's just the multiple choice. Question. Um, I, I think too, if you have experience in public and like you're working in public, that also helps, um, because things aren't so foreign, you know, you can mm-hmm, think yeah. that this when you did something. Um, we'll encounter it. Yet. Um, but it's. in other
1: two things. Um, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, I think it's a good thing that it's like relatively simple because, uh, one of the things that I tell people that, you know, I'll get people that email me that are really struggling and they, um, they, so I'll say, okay, what do you do in a day of studying? And they just have this like complicated process They're they have a Excel worksheet where they're tracking like question by question what they missed and just things that take all this time that's not directly just practicing what you're going to be doing on exam day. And, Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much my, my general advice is I'm I'm like, listen, you're honestly making this way harder than it needs to be. That's like your biggest problem. Like there's like two or three things that like really matter. And, uh, yeah. So that's just, yeah. I don't know, that'll be good for people to hear.
0: Yeah, and like like I said, I wish I had more. Um, but And it is weird. Even like third, like on this third exam, I'm sure after three, I would hope that after three exams passed, hopefully, that that fourth exam, like I won't have any like reservation. But even still on the third exam, I'm like, way. like there's definitely going to be some stuff on there that I'm not getting in these multiple choice questions. But it's like really just trusting the fact that it's going to work and you get to exam day and do the multiple choice questions and you're like oh my gosh like a lot of this is the stuff you get a couple curveballs you're there. there i mean you get a fair shot at trying to get it right um so yeah i mean that's that's pretty much pretty much the gist of it i mean yeah i'm found it that way because i couldn't imagine going through like the lectures and the sims and the multiple choice question not touching anything. And that's
1: where the, yeah, I think that's where the complication comes in because the textbook and the video lectures, they just cover so much stuff that then you think, okay, well, obviously any of this could be tested, but Mm -hmm. when you focus on the questions for a lesson, it really comes down, they keep asking the same three to four things usually from any given lesson. Yeah. Um, Let me just, so second to last question, I guess. When you're going through new questions for a lesson, what is your actual process? Do you click through them all first to kind of see what you're seeing questions on? Or do you just start from number one and read it and just try to answer it? And then, you know, if you're wrong, read the explanation. If it's a calculation one, do you sit there and re-perform it? Just what's your actual process when you're doing a new lesson?
0: Yeah, that's actually that's a good idea. I haven't thought about like looking through it to kind of see what's in there. No, I just start from the beginning and just start answering questions. And I think the like, you get like a high when you get it right. So you're like, Oh, like I did. I haven't said mm-hmm. before. And, I it and or whatever the case might be or I guessed it right. Um, but then like, when you get it wrong, like it definitely hits you like, you're like okay, I really don't know this. Um, so I feel like that kind of helps me learn because it's like, you feel the highs and lows of getting the right and wrong. Um, But yeah, I just start from the beginning. Um, If there's a calculation, I haven't really had any calculation ones in audit thus far, but it was the Yeah, I would write down, like with FAR and regulation, I would definitely write down the formula. Like I would get it wrong. And like I said, I would typically write down the full explanation of why it was wrong or what, why I was right better yet. Um, And like wrote down the formula, I would practice the formulas. uh, Like I would mark them like in Becker, you can order mm-hmm. a question or reoccur. So I would make sure to do that on formulas that I wasn't like really getting, um, like poor financial ratios or whatever that case might be. Um, and then the day before the exam, I'll usually like write them down again and then read them before I go is like, right before I go into the testing center.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so last question I always ask is, uh, even if it's stuff we already talked about, what would be your top two or three tips to people that are really struggling with their study process? I would say, doesn't have to be as hard as you think it
0: does. Just do the multiple choice, if at bare minimum, uh, and just do them until you're numb. And you can almost read the first three words and know the answer. That much repetition will help. Um, and then for test day, if you've done the work reading into test day, just calm down. Like, just calm down what you do every single morning up until the test. Um, manage your time. Like, I think you talk about time management. Manage your time as best you can. If you fall, you will fall a little bit typically behind your time schedule um, during the test because it's test day. That's what happened like a few minutes. You won't maybe hit 30 minutes for each test lit. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, just calm down. Don't freak out. You've got time. Yeah. Um, and just, if usually like if I don't know something right off the bat, just mark it, move on, come back through your best guess, and just keep on. Like I try not to think about the last Tesla and the next Tesla.
1: Yeah. And is, is that how you, what happened for you on test day? You just, did you cruise through the MCQs pretty easily and had a lot of time left for the Sims?
0: Generally. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, i try to get like a minute of questions. So 33, 36, 30, whatever you know, how questions there are. Um, I usually fall a little bit behind that, like a few minutes, which I'm okay with because I know that I still have plenty of time. Um, but yeah, the rest of the time is Sims. It's like, I think that leaves you with like, like three hours, two and a half hours to do the Sims. Um, I take that 15 minute break. I would highly recommend taking that 15. I think there's a 15 minute break where you can actually stop the timer. Like, I definitely take that just to walk around, just process anything that ha- that happened in the MCQs that I'm worried about and then just go on to the Sims. Uh, yeah, I, like the first exam, I, I did not get up until I was, the, the clock was at one minute, just because I was not going to leave and like fail and be like, oh, I should have stayed. Uh, yeah, but every other time I've had like an hour,
1: hour left. So. Nice. That's awesome. Well, uh, sounds like, yeah, you got a lot out of our, uh, the free training just to summarize, or I, I don't know, in your own words, what. For you, have been the top one or two benefits, the biggest benefits you've got from uh, using our study tools? Uh, Yeah, I would say just the time. I mean, like, like the amount of time I've saved just
0: doing it um, the way that you've said to do it, you know, especially with a baby, like time is just that much more magnified. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, just having the, like, being able to manage my time and use it effectively and then still get the, the objective, like accomplished, like it's huge. I can't even think anything outside of that, because it's like, I would pay double what I paid for the materials just to know that like, I'm going to have
1: extra time. I have more time only to do you know, what I do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Time is, yeah, obviously the, just the huge thing. It, right. Yeah. Anytime, if you can cut months off this process, you know, most people would pay a lot of money if they knew for sure, or two extra hours a day, or you have, you don't have to worry about studying in your evenings or whatever. It's for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and it's like, if if it wasn't for tax season, i I would probably, which would have been putting me at like starting in August and finishing like that. So, yeah. You know, I mean, that's like, that's invaluable. Like, yeah. Get put it.
1: Right. I will Yeah. And if your days aren't suffocating, you know, and it's like you said, the process is fairly simple. You just have to do it each morning. Um, it doesn't really matter if it takes, you know, six to eight months or whatever, just because you're not constantly stressed out. For sure. And so, so I'm glad that helped. Sounds like you're crushing it. So congrats, man. That's awesome. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. No, I think, thank you for the the
0: materials and, you know, the time and effort you put into them. I mean, they're great. They work
1: yeah, really appreciate for that. Yeah. Yep. Happy to do it. I don't want to take up much more of your time. So I appreciate you doing the call. So that was the interview with Christian. I'm sure you found that very helpful and insightful. He had a lot of good insights and things to share about his study process. And as you heard, you know, his study process went relatively smoothly because he started out with a proven plan from the beginning. So if you found this episode helpful, please take a second to share it with someone you know who's also working on their CPA exams. These interviews, as you've probably found out, are incredibly helpful for people trying to figure out their own CPA study process. So thanks for watching, and we'll see you on the next episode.